0: Blog Talk Radio. All right.
1: About this. I bring my life to the table. Yeah.
0: I bring my right to the table. Yeah. I bring health, wealth, knowledge, and self to the table. Yeah. I bring no to less TV to the table. Yeah. Conscious table. I bring no to less radio to the table. Conscious radio. Yeah. Conscious Wikipedia. By seven heaven, What else in hell, can you get an open line to heaven at 11 11? 11, at at the other end of the meditation portals and elevated walk tools, even some of walk tools. Any questions, Thomas? or concerns? Press one for everyone else. Thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly. Courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are. Yeah. Yeah. Peace, peace, peace to you and yours. Peace to you and yours. This is
2: Know the Ledge Radio. You are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed, this is your host Brother Blue Pill <laughs> Very soon, I will be joined by my co-host Oh, there we go No further ado, caller from the 347-650 Peace to you and yours Welcome to Know the Ledge Peace to family Peace to you and yours Brother Red Pill reporting live and direct in the building No? Yes, indeed yeah. Let's go um, yeah. Clear the cobwebs, you know. It's been oh. a minute. It's been a little while. But KKL a, has been whenever okay. We come yeah. back. It feels like we never left. Like absolutely, yesterday. absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Um, but family, we've did, we been did all that
0: work.
2: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? is in right now. Yeah, definitely. Say that again. All right. I think the brother's line might have dropped. We we'll wait for blue to call back in. But um yeah, we in the building. I'm open up the chat. If you can hear me, let me know in the chat room. All right, fam. Chat room is open. In the meantime, between time, let's do this. Let's just go ahead and post the links to the show on your social network, whether it is Facebook, well, Facebook and Twitter. Instagram as well. Oh, along with the Snapchat. You know, let him know that we're live, let him know we're about to go in. Let him know that there's definitely another classic lined up for you. The brother Katie the arts Degree is in the building. You already know what he's gonna bring to the table. So um, you know, just prepare yourselves. But yeah. Okay. Cosmo said that he could hit me, indeed. Blue pillars back on there. Yeah, go. yeah you good. All right. I didn't know what it was. I thought that my line might have dropped and yours was on. I'm, I'm so sitting up hugging. there because I wasn't in front of the computer. Oh, so you ain't even know that you dropped. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm just glad I wasn't blogging to myself. You know how that shit feels. I feel like you go to dunk and there's no rim. Like, damn, I just jumped all the way up to for this. I'm all the way up for this. Ain't no room. Looking like my dudes last night. Shout out to Steph Curry. Yo, the F Bra Brown, Brown and F Steph Curry. I told those a mantras, beat. Trying to tell people to power the power to trap rap. They make dudes lose games when they start singing them songs. My dude was a beast yesterday. Him and Kyrie. Black God in it. Line dropped again. Let me find out Blue is in the Uber or something. I do not know. But yeah, yo, there was God in yesterday. That that You see that Twin Energy family? The 41 and the 41? Yeah. It's putting on a show. But those songs, I don't want to be going cursing on the show tonight. Uh, it's early, at, you know. So, but that's not my intention. But you know the song I'm talking about, F. Braun Braun yeah. and F.C. Curry. You know what I mean? They be yeah. cooking and everything. Everybody get on their little bitty star. Far Sanders was a nigga. Goddamn, yeah, but me? um, yeah, Kyrie was mm-hmm. going, going Bonkers. last night. Bonkers! It was a full display of um you know, back against the wall, athleticism, you know what I'm saying? Situations, games like that where champions are made, that's when your that comes to the forefront. Mm-hmm. And um you know yeah, they played a good game. They played a good uh they played a good game and you know, if nothing else it shows you the advantage you're giving that light when you're giving that So they had their homie for that game, you know what I mean? And LeBron went eighth with that. You feel me? The yes. Window that he had, he, he made the best of it, you know. So like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm in a situation where I'm not in the town, so I'm I'm looking at New York through the through a camera lens. Mhm. Being that you' out of town, let the family know where you at. On Hold YouTube. On. Hold on a minute. Let me ask the people. Chat. Chat room. Is this phone breaking up? Because it was breaking up to me. Just make sure this is just my phone. Well, go ahead. Continue. Blue, I can't hear you. Okay. And his phone dropped. All right, yeah, his phone dropped, Cosmo. I see you. Just wait for God to call back in, you know. But um, speaking of those YouTubes, go to Black Magic three six three, Black News one oh two. There's a few videos that we got up there. Some very powerful um, presentations. One on Father's Day on Brother Rich's channel UGR TV um, Black Magic three six three. Then another one on Street Codes with Sarah Suscedi and the brothers from New Era Detroit Keith Horton Brick the Foundation and the rest of the family. That's on Black News one and two. And also a conversation that uh, we had on a child molestation and an event that's coming at ISUPK and Irritated Genie. And that is on Black News one two as well. So I'm encouraging the family just to go check up on some of the work that your brothers have been doing out there in the streets, dealing with real issues in real time, you know, working with the people, boots on the ground, faces around the world, you know what I mean, just doing the work, you know, and carrying a lot of stuff. Believe me, and i tell you, it. it some days it feels, it feels like the world is on one's shoulders, but, you know, yeah. just doing it. Yeah, man, I had a real interesting encounter. I had an opportunity to meet one of the uh, the young lights, the upcoming lights in the community, you know what I'm saying, a community that was like, yo, you got to check this brother out. So, you know, I followed through and did that. And what I saw, you know what I'm saying, I was impressed enough to know that there was a story behind the story from the so I'm into that saying on it no so that brother had an mm-hmm. opportunity to link up with him yesterday this young brother I'm talking about is a brother named Yada. Oh the young guy yeah the young guy. yeah I had a I had a. have you seen I had a A P B out on him too. Yeah. Y'all got to link up? That's what I'm telling you, bro. That's what's up. What's good with the brother. I mean, you know, interesting brother. You know what I'm saying? Interesting mm-hmm. brother. Um, Don't really want the public. To really is not for the, the, the spotlight, the media, which is respectable, you know. Right. And he... Hmm? Say he's not for the spotlight or the media Yeah He don't He don't. He said he's not looking for that, that attention Now What are you talking about? He's viral I'm saying He caters to his demographic To his audience specifically He's not spilling over on Other platforms doing other things To raise his social profile He's speaking into a phone On Facebook and people are Connecting you dig what I'm saying so but yeah, people are connected. They all, all they, they belong to all of the platforms. You can't. It's not such a thing as he's going over anywhere. You're online. You're viral. You're digital. You're in people's recommend. Like, you know what I mean? I get it, but still, in all, you know, the brother. I would tell him you're viral. But I understand what you're saying about not wanting to be into the black media and other things. But the way that I'm hearing it. By him meeting you, and I know your role and what you are, what you do as the pillar, as the blue pillar. Why are you talking about it? You said. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, all right. Let me let me paint a like a little scenario to you. Yesterday, I have a interview earlier in the day with Joel Pulkrom. Wow. Somebody who I've been pursuing on yeah. the interview tip. For a while, right? I told everyone who would listen that I want to interview this sister. You know what I'm saying? Facts. you have been saying that for a minute. I've been pursuing her actively.
0: Had a ache out <laughs>
2: here, and what I mean active is that I seen her a week. It went down right there in the DM. If, if you know, if I had everything on me, but we decided to, you know, push the date back and what have you, and. I've been I've been following up with her ever since, you know. What I'm saying on her bumper to get this interview. So I finally got the interview yesterday. You know, at the at the ending of the interview is when I get the correspondence for the young brother. So I'm in interview mode. You know what I'm saying? I'm like cool. I can knock two birds out with one stone a day. You know what I'm saying? This would mm-hmm. be a very complete day. You know, uh, um, uh, what you call it? So. When I link up with, with with the young guard you know internationally materialized that it was more so you know uh, a feeling out session like you know came down here to find out who you are and what you are about. brother said he ain't too familiar with the pills that's cool, yeah, you know wonderful, but um, we got a chance to dialogue and uh you know exchange some information. Um, The brother is very passionate Like I said about The people that he has been able To uh, Connect with The people who are feeling his message And resonating with it The people who are looking towards him For some form of help And assistance So that's what he's into And um, You know hopefully In the future We'll see something Additional Come out of that uh, in the meantime In between time I continue to run into Monumental people Down here in Atlanta You know what I'm saying People that are doing Monumental things And as a journalist It's, it's, it's my job to Package those stories To the rest of the world those That i what I in So Atlanta's a monumental place very much so. I told you when Very I was at so. the Malcolm... Mm-hmm, when I saw what I saw at the Malcolm X Fest just now, when was that? May 18th?
0: Yeah.
2: I was like, nah. Yeah, I was like, the A is ready. Like, you know, you know, when you see something incubate and you see the growth of something and the energy that I felt on that grid and the fire that I saw in people's eyes and the light that I saw around people and the fact that the presence of what, I, what people call that black girl magic is very strong there, extremely strong. Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. And then there's the pixie dust in the sky in the air where when you think of something within, with the right intent, when that sun is blazing on you, you know what I mean, and you're surrounded by some melanin that really, you know, some sacred geometry, you know what I'm saying, some hues, I'm on a new level, and all kinds of other things. You know, the gold is out there. You know what I'm saying? The diamonds are shining. The chariots are being pulled. I mean, it. it you know, it speaks to you. You, you. you can manifest a lot of things quickly out there. I, I peaked that. You feel me? I was like, yo, Atlanta Atlanta's really on. And we get to see it, you know, and I. I, I it's a shame that people have a problem, such a problem with it. But we get to see it through people who are residents of that area, that region, and they are in the music industry, and they utilize the power of that grid. You know what I mean? That Stone Mountain, that resonance, you know, just the frequency the all of that. And they're running a rap game right now, you know. So when the conscious people apply that same kind of energy to the grid and put in that work, and that whole town just steps up. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a beautiful thing to see. Indeed, indeed. Of course, you know, family. Um, tonight's guest is a resident of the A. This is uh, our legend. brother, your brother. Yes, the young the legend. legend,
3: KT the Arts Degree.
2: You know what I'm saying? will be coming forward momentarily with his latest offering. All right? And this is the epic one. Apocalypse Decoded. You heard? Heard. Uh, yes. So that's going down. Any minute, yeah, you mor- know, I, I, on I on want that. you, yeah, I want you very quickly. And I do um, stress that you know, give us a rundown of this weekend in the town. you know what I'm saying I'm seeing pictures online, but you can tell me what exactly we missed this weekend, yes, mm. oh, I got the chance to uh meet and interview and build. And connect and network with our good brother Dr. Boyce Watkins. Uh, he was presenting um, a very, very important, very poignant presentation or documentary, for that matter, uh, dealing uh, by the title of "Resurrecting Black Wall Street." Okay, one of the of okay. the worst massacre, all right, in American history because they try to say this thing in Orlando was, you know, he was showing the family a film about the worst massacre of some of the most productive, forward-thinking, successful, right? Because black people love successful people, like, you know, black people that existed. And, you know, the fact that it's been covered up, nobody talks about it. So we got to do that, talked about black economics, empowerment. The brother is very... Very very knowledgeable. to drop some stuff about uh, Kentucky, Louisville, Kentucky, and the great Muhammad Ali. You know, shout out to that brother. And uh, the brother was very warm and inviting. Answered a lot of questions that we had. We didn't have a lot of time to build with him, so we're gonna do a further interview with Dr. Boyce Watkins. Um, other than that, participated in a few building sessions. On 125th Street But that was about it For the weekend To sum it up Can I do this though Blue? Because I don't want to forget Or I don't want the show to show the cut At the end Because I know once KT Goes in I don't even like talking But um I just want to let the family know Some of the dates And the cities that We're scheduled Appearances in You know On this summer this Is really the Facts Initiative Summer tour So uh I just want to let them know, L.A. on July the 3rd and the 4th, KTL will be in L.A. with our sister Katira and our sister Eleanor at the Return of the Gods Part Two, as well as the next day, we will have a lecture with the metaphysical master teacher, Dr. Phil Valentine, along with other guests in Los Angeles. No, what, what's, what, um what other town is that, Blue? Los Angeles is on the third is on the second, July the second. Return of the gods part two. That'll be in LA. And then on the third, let me get the date. I mean let me get the spot for you real quick. Alright. Hold on one minute, family. But while I wait on July the sixteenth, We'll be in Kentucky, Louisville, Kentucky, at the Ali Center. Out of all places, we will be doing an event at the Ali Center, the Muhammad Ali Center. I believe that was the same place where the procession took place, or um, the memorial service for that matter. And what we'll be doing is a panel discussion, uh, KT to Arch Degree, Blue Pill, Red Pill, Facts Initiative, in Louisville, Kentucky. All right? Then after that, on the 30th in Detroit is the Steams Part 2 featuring Sarah and Seti, Brother Red Pill, um, Brother Blue, KT the Arch Degree, and more people as well. All right? Let me just get you the address for the one in LA. That's for the West Coast family. And if you may not be able to make it, just let the family in the area, surrounding areas know that we have an event in L.A. We don't really get out that much. We don't move around as much as we want to. But um, we're, we're going to be in the building. We're going to be in Los Angeles. Products will be on deck. You know, uh, orders will be on deck. Jewelry will be on deck. Food, health and wellness, the herbs, you name it. I believe the Seamorts will be on deck as well. Now, the event that already. yes, sir. The event that we were talking about in Los Angeles is going to be the uh, well. Let me read the one with Dr. Phil Valentine. That's the comedic uh-huh. evening with Dr. Phil Valentine, Red and Blue, Irritated Genie. They're going to have tributes to Prince, Jimi Hendrix, and Maurice White. Hosted by Now Valley Movement, Kepler Management. The Institute of Maat Museum. All right, family. You could go to Eventbrite and put in Comedic Evening with Dr. Phil Valentine. All right, the guest speakers will be Dr. Phil, Red in the Blue, Ron Valentine, Baba Alim Rahman, uh, Baba Khalif, and Victorian Rasan. They'll be the AAMB curators. Dr. Amis Maat, Comedic Healing, Brother Grasshopper, and Queen Qualey Comedic History and Science the opening of the mouse celebration for the recently ascended ancestors, tributes to our mighty ancestors for the artists honored by family members and personal friends, Prince, Cat Glover of Sign of the Times, Maurice White, Brother Soleil of EWF, Jimi Hendrix, Ricky and Jenny Hendrix, Rosalie Brooks, Circle of the Drum Ceremony. So, as you can see, family, this is going to be a grand event, you know, um, that, that, that's, that's what we want to do We just want to do epic things at this point uh, The first the, the next epic event will be on Thursday In Brooklyn We're going to make history with KT the Arch degree For a free lecture For the show that you're about to hear tonight So for the New York family Brooklyn Nicholas Brooklyn Thursday What time again, Blue? I believe 6 o'clock 6 o'clock and uh, it's free for all of the family so like I said you may live you might live in Boise Idaho wherever you may live or domicile but um, you may have someone that you know that lives in New York on your one of those groups you're in you know in organizations you belong to whatever just let them know to come see the young scholar they'll have the opportunity to receive science information knowledge from in in a way that no one else could deliver it you know so you already know that's what that is but let's do this with no further ado let's get tonight's show underway so I want to go to the caller 404 492 all right family we bring and present to you our brother your brother Brother KT, the arts degree. Peace to you and yours.
4: Peace, family. Was was good. Was good. what's happening. What hey. y'all doing?
0: What's y'all
4: doing. Hey. Doing tonight. What's going on? Oh man. Oh man. We, we got our
2: Marine
4: popcorn. Man. Yeah, I'm back. No, i got The I'm moringa back.
2: popcorn. Come
4: on now. No, I'm sprinkling <laughs> that moringa and that sparrowing. Bale spritzes. I got, I got, I got the Bale Yeah, Ba-o-bob. we taking snorts of Bale Bob. spritzes. <laughs>
3: yeah, the moringa
4: popcorn. We doing Bale Bob Yeah, <laughs> too not, too the <laughs> yeah <lines.
2: laughs> not the lines. Yeah, lines. <laughs> not the lines. We officially dead yes, up Young listening. Yeah.
4: Ma'am. So we here to do some work tonight, man. We're definitely here to do some work. I, you know, I g I gotta put this out there to the people that are listening. See a lot of a lot of people are still wondering and inquisitive why why would all the deaths and the oppression and the serious nature of reality do I decide to just waste my time? And talk about music yeah.
2: and film. Don't know you know fifty real? people got killed in Florida over of the all, weekend,
4: yeah. bro?
0: Exactly. yeah. That. <laughs> like, that's why
4: that. would I be talking <laughs> about a a talking comic about. book rendition of a film? You know what I mean? I must be cold-hearted. I must not care. I must. Uh, I must feel the struggle is irrelevant. You know. I, I must for me to be paying attention At least, to something yeah. so trivial and petty, right? You be talking about the wrong. Ah, it's crazy, and the funny thing is the only reason why we complain towards one another is because we talk about the future. We're trying to ensure that we even fucking have one right um, but in order to have a future, we have to have children. you see there there has to be procreation, and with these children that we have. Our future becomes guaranteed, especially if there's an environmental world for the children to come in. Now, currently, when we speak with children or with, uh, like, do we even have a, a conversation? Do we have a language to speak to them with? Are they listening? They they say they have a, a, um, what do they call it, attention deficit disorder, right? They can't stay still. Well, it's not that they can't stay still. It's just that if life is bullshit and there's, there's nothing that we're giving for them to invest in, then, yeah, they're constantly looking for stimulation so that their purpose can be expressed, you see. So it ain't about just sitting them down and making them sit down. It's about giving them something challenging so they can express their energy with inside themselves. You see what I mean? So as I look around in my environment, I notice that the current mythology, the current religion. The current, like, focus of power that our youth is, is, is focused on has to deal with these films, but specifically these comic book characters. And the only reason why they have a connection with them at all is because they have history in having a source in African cosmology. And I take my time to prove that. I take my time to show the family that that's what it's all about. It's so that the child can, can formulate Sankofa and go back So they can go back, you know what I mean? The story is only going to become relevant if you give them something relatable. So that's what this is all about. So, yeah, if somebody decides to spend $144 million, you know what I'm saying, on a film or $200 million on a film. In order to release a particular message, yeah, it would make sense to break that message down because it might be a little bit more relevant than the script that you're getting on the news every night. Okay, y'all still mm-hmm. there? Of course. All right. So, so we talking about we talking about X Men tonight? Are we not? Is is that is that why we have come together? We're talking about the X Men. That's
2: why I'm in the building. You know, and Look, and, and me, I me, hold on, hold on. Let me reiterate since we're such you know, we're here on such a um anniversary occasion. You know, my entrance into what we would call consciousness in the year two thousand was by way of the very first X Men decoded Oh, dumb, you see, you you about to a, take you about bro, to take
4: my words away right now.
2: That's what I'm starting okay. off with,
4: exactly.
2: All right, let me exactly because
4: we right. see we we on our, see we on we on our Professor X right now. We already doing the telekinesis. See, we gonna be on some straight super consciousness tonight. Y'all gonna hear it. Now look. <laughs> Where where Blue was about to go at was the fact that in 2001, more specifically, right before them towers dropped, we was all in Brooklyn, up in the attic, not the attic, but you know, that's what I called y'all room, because it was all the way upstairs, and we were looking at a Valentine tape, right? So Mm -hmm. he's breaking down the whole X-Men movie, and he starts going through all different characters, man. Most specifically, right. the one that blew my mind was Wolverine because he said, yeah, yeah, he's the he's the savage. You see what I'm saying? The, the beast. But what happens is he ends up getting coated with a metal. And he was like, what's the name of the metal? And the metal is adamantium. And he was like, he wrote it out on the board and broke it up. And it was adam anti Om, meaning like man against God. You see what I'm saying? Because his his bones... His bones, which represent your ancestors, you know, got
0: covered by the synthetic metal. You know, we need a for that. Yeah. And continue.
4: and the synthetic and the synthetic metal, what a lot of people don't know is is the scientists' um, um, attempt to try to create vibranium from the Black Panther. They tried to make vibranium and couldn't do it, and that's how adamantium got created. All right, you see what I'm saying? So, so when we when we start off with with with, with X Men, you know what I mean? Like we have to look at the opening scene. The opening scene was crazy, you know what I mean? And they started off with the pyramid. They wanted us to
3: understand.
4: So this is what we talk about. We talk about attaining a higher uh spirituality, a higher uh perspective, a higher dimensional capacity, because. When you look at a pyramid, that's what a pyramid signifies. Okay, it, it represents the superconsciousness. So there's there's always a different way you can look at this film in regards to what mutants represent and what humans represent and what the the politics are. But so you have to look at how they how they portray the film to you. You know what are what are the opening scenes? What are the symbols? What do they keep conveying? So they start off with Kemet. Now listen, they don't call it Egypt. They don't call it Agent Egypt. They called it the Nile Valley. All right? Mm-hmm. And when they showed the Nile Valley, the first thing that they showed was a zoom-in of the Benben Stone. The Benben Stone, for people who don't know, for a pyramid, the capstone of the pyramid is called the Ben Stone. The Benben Stone represents the mound. Okay, and in the creation story of antiquity, there were the waters of noon, the indifferentiated, you know, spatial energy, in which a mound uh, emerged. From this mound is what a tomb or Ra ended up, you know, being being uh, uh, exposed and expressed at as he continued to uh, create, you know, through the different aspects of all the enneads. However, this mound is the Benben stone. And this is the first thing that we see when the movie starts off. And the symbol that 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 apocalypse has on him is actually a plumb line, okay? And a plumb line represents a technology that we use, that we still use to this day in building, in masonry, in in creating a temple. We have to make sure that all our lines are straight. Everything lines up together, and use a plumb line to do it. He had the symbol on on his suit. But more specifically, it was his symbol. It was the Ong with the A over it, okay? And it was representing the Ong being life and you being able to encapsulate life and spirit with inside this physical structure, this body, and attaining this pyramid, this powerful pyramid, okay? That's the only way that you could plant your feet on this earth and properly utilize all the resources that is just pouring at our feet. Now, to prove the Ben Ben, Um, When you look at the pyramid from bird's eye view, you're looking at, obviously, a square with an X in it, okay? We have come to realize that it's actually eight-sided and not four-sided, though, okay? The slope of a pyramid is 51 degrees. I bring this up often in a lot of movies, but in in this specific specific thing that I'm talking about, the Bin Bin Stone's angle will be, would be 38, but the slope, the side of these pyramids are all going to be 51 degrees. 51 degrees. So, what is so important about this 51 degree angle? The 51 degree angle, we can also look at something else that is dynamic with this number 51, and it's called Photo 51. Photo 51 is one of the most powerful images in scientific history because it actually represents the first image of DNA. Okay, And this image of DNA is an X with a circle around it, but it's really a square, and it's really a, an aerial view of looking down at a pyramid. And everyone can look this up right now. Type in photo 51. Why was it 51? They say it's the 51st photo that they took with the x-rays, but I say it has a lot to do with the fact that the bin, bin and the pyramid is 51 degrees as well. So what makes this photo 51 so important with this movie because when we look at X men okay does it mean that the 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 people that are in this used to be men they're not men no more does it mean that we're talking about uh the female chromosome and or everybody's just an X you know what I mean like what what does the X mean well the X signifies genetics simply put and the reason why is because the first image that we have that that uh, uh, allowed the scientific community to understand that the DNA was a helix was based upon this picture taken. All right? When they took this X-ray picture, it is an X with a circle around it, the exact logo and symbol of the X-Men franchise. All right? So what was so dynamic about the fact that they took this picture of this DNA and made this X and it's connected to X-Men and X-Men dealing with genetics. Well, the whole storyline of the X-Men has to deal with individuals who go through puberty. And as they go through puberty and the hormones start getting released, you start expressing new proteins in your body. And what happens is you, you, you find out that you had dormant genes that have reawakened to give you power and energy and ability, this is a powerful concept because we actually do experience that on different levels. We don't talk about it. We don't cultivate it. You know what I mean? But we definitely hear the stories of it, and we observe it. Now, these genetics, these genetics, this whole concept of the X-Men have to deal with the fact that These people' DNA are awakening up, and they're getting these powers. And then it's about the people whose DNA is not waking up and staying asleep or atrophied, and then the ones that are awakening. And in this particular film, we get introduced to apparently the original now, the reason why Apocalypse is seen as the original is he, he's a symbol. Remember, Apocalypse means revelation. It means to reveal. So when y'all think about that Bible, that's what we're dealing with. Because in Sabah Noor, which is his name, represents the seven lights. That's what that translates into. Saba is Saturn. Nor is light. So it's representing the seven lights. And when you read Revelations, they talk about the seven candles. They talk about the seven trumpets. They talk about the seven this and the seven that, and we all understand the energy of seven. So he represents revelation. He represents the ancestors. This is why when we see him in the initial scene in this movie, what what, what, what what's happening is he is transferring his consciousness into another body, just like uh, a couple of other films that have been happening earlier on this year. And, The transference of consciousness was exactly what would take place, and it still takes place today, especially through what? Through our DNA. The six feet of DNA that you have in 75 trillion cells in your body that allows the DNA to go from the earth to the sun and back 300 times. Okay? All that information passed down generation after generation. That's what that scene represented it represented the, the totality of that a- a ancestral knowledge that we had amassed and it being it being inseminating inside of what? A higher body, a, a, a multidimensional body, a fifth dimensional body. Why? Because he was able to get cut and heal. He was able to rejuvenate. And based on being able to rejuvenate, he could take all of that information and that knowledge that was passed down to him and carry it forward. Now, What made that scene so powerful was the fact that the person that was laying there that was able to heal on that slab in the pyramid was Oscar Isaacs, okay? Oscar Isaacs is Poe Dameron from X-Men, and I explained, I mean, from from Star Wars, and when I explained uh, in Star Wars The Force Awakens, Poe Dameron and, and Finn, who who Joe, John Boyega played they represented the energies of the Dogon with the Nomos and Potolo okay because they and I I explained the whole the whole thing when I talked with a uh, brother Rich on Black Magic we went into a deep but now we see this same energy, Potolo, which represents Sirius V, which is the, the the core of our universe, an axis in which we all rotate around. Is the, the, the star is so heavy that it warps time and space around it, so it creates the cycles. It creates time. You see what I'm saying? That's what it ends up doing. So now this same character is playing Apocalypse Now. Which represents that same energy. That's why when we first see Apocalypse, he's old, and he's old because he represents a tomb. And if you study the Binbin Bin Stone, the Bimbin stone, State, a tomb dwelled within inside of the Bimbin Stone. Okay, because there's a resurrection process that has to occur in which Kepera is reborn again. And if you look at the boat. That apocalypse was in the Ra's boat when they they first showed that opening scene. Capra was on top of that boat showing, you know, signifying that there was a rebirth that was about. to replace. Now, the question we got to ask ourselves is when we talk about X-Men and I talk about genetics and I say, yo, X-Men is genetics. Their logo is photo 51. Okay And when you look at photo 51 How did they come up with this photo Well there was a scientist by the name of Rosalind Um, um, Her name was uh, Rosalind Franklin Okay Rosalind Franklin was a doctor She was this Jewish doctor She ended up dying of uh, ovarian cancer Because she was blasting radiation so much X-rays so much To try and get this picture of this DNA Now she was on a staff Held by this cat that was over a college called king's college King's College in there in London, when you look at the the x men when they did um uh when they brought it brought the franchise back originally um the first class joint they would meet at this pub that was near college, and King's College represents that college, so it was already in the movie. And it represents um, one of the colleges in something called the Golden Triangle, which is Cambridge, Oxford, and King's College. They make a Pythagorean triangle um, over there in Europe. And they use these three points as the generators in order for them to formulate that 345 energy mass through um, um Plagiarizing all of our information, all of our cosmology, you know what I mean, and disseminating it out with inside all of the businesses they create throughout the world through information. All right. Now, in King's College, there was a cat that was running a whole team of of, of cats to try and crack this DNA code. And and more than that, because it was really trying to tap DNA to radar and, 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 um, and frequency and energy, okay? Now, his team consisted of um, this, this woman's name who was, who was Rosalind Franklin that discovered it. But the question you got to ask yourself is, yo, how did they get the DNA? What DNA was they studying? Well, Rosalind Franklin, she actually um, um, was a specialist in carbon and graphite. You hear what I'm saying? So we're talking about carbon. We're talking about charcoal. If they talking that, that's another way of saying, if, if, if I was over here in America at the time, and I'm going to John Hopkins, and I know John Hopkins is running experiments on me, they're going to throw me in the fire when I'm done, and they're going to use that ash to study. So where was they getting all the ash from in Europe? Where were they getting all the DNA from? Well, the funny thing is, Rosalind Franklin didn't work for um, John Randall. They flew her out there in the 50s, specifically in 51. Do you know what other event happened in 1951? Oh, well, a beautiful black goddess by the name of Henrietta Lacks, she transitioned. And what made her so interesting was the fact that her cervix, which, which was cancerous, which they call cancerous, got stolen um, by a doctor and then traded to another doctor named George Gay, who then, when studying her particular tissues, found out that they were immortal. They were immortal because they contained an enzyme inside of them called telomerase that allowed the ends of the chromosomes not to disintegrate, which is called the Hayflick limit. No Hayflick limit means that you can continue to live forever. She died because she kept on getting blasted by all the x-rays from them running tests on her, but they stole a piece of her cervix and found out that it can, it can endlessly replicate. This happened in 1951. So how in the same year of 1951 a Jewish woman has a DNA that she can study and find out what the structure of it is and publish it, which she didn't get credit for either because she died before she got a chance to walk up on the stage. So that's why we think Francis Crick and Watson are the reason why DNA has a structure right now. I'm gonna take a breath for a second so we keep this going. Hey, y'all still there? <laughs> y'all still there.
2: Man, you in, bro. Okay, Please, okay, okay,
4: I'm just I'm just making sure, I'm just making sure. Okay. So, like I said, the Hela cell line was derived for use in cancer research. These cells proliferate abnormally rapidly, even compared to other cancer cells. Like many other cancer cells, the Hela cells have an active version of telomerase during cell division, which prevents the incre- incremental shortenings of telomeres that is implicated in aging and eventual cell death. In this way, the cells circumvent the Hayflick limit, which is the limited number of cell divisions that most normal cells can undergo before becoming senescent, which is aging. So when I talk about histonic and I talk about resveratrol and I talk about the formula, you know what I mean, that we put out, yes, you know, this is exactly what we mean with the telomerase because resveratrol initiates the sirtuin enzymes, sirtuin enzymes are what Stimulate telomerase. Telomerase then helps the telomeres. Telomeres then get rid of the hay flick limit. Thus, you continue to replicate your cells with vigor and vitality, which is what? The first thing that you saw Apocalypse trying to do in the movie when they cut dude and he healed. You see what I'm saying? So just so y'all know, there's a jellyfish, y'all could Google this right now, that's immortal, that lives right now. Every time he gets too old, he is able to revert back to his youthful stage as a baby. And then he consumes and eats again and grows up, and when he gets old, he does it again. The only thing that can get in his way is if he's eaten, he's attacked or murdered. But if he protects himself through his lifespan, he can live a 1,000 years. It's a jellyfish. All right, now let's get back to the movie. So like I said, we're dealing with, we're dealing with this, this raw energy. OK, definitely this raw energy. And the reason why I say that is because, like I mentioned earlier, John Randall had this team of these scientists. And what he was doing while the scientists were trying to figure the whole DNA structure out, he was trying to figure out the connection DNA had with light. And he did this through radar. Um, what what he invented is something called a magnetron. And a magnetron is a device that uses a cathode and an anode with these little gaps and spaces in the metal that that create a an electric field right, and the gaps isolate the electric field that don't really amplify it but kind of like creates a noise and this noise is a is a particular signal that's sent out, and they use this along with the radar technology. Now, when we talk radar, we talking radio, we're talking raw. okay? This is the raw energy. And you know we're dealing with the raw energy because every scene that follows apocalypse or preludes apocalypse is Cyclops. Pay attention. Scott Summers, summer, the sun, the solstice, the sun, the rye, the energy, power, the force, energy, right? What is his power? Cyclops represents the one-eyed monster, right? The one-eyed monster is that beam of light that he has shooting out of his eye. That is that is that all-seeing eye. Same thing you saw in Lord of the Rings, that everywhere they went, this thing was looking at you. Okay, that's on your dollar bill. Is that type of energy. That's that radar. That's that infrared, okay? So you'll notice in the movie that every time Apocalypse scenes end, Scott Summers and Cyclops <clears throat> is going to be the next scene that ends up following after that. All right? <clears throat> Now, the the Ben Ben Stone that I spoke about earlier, powerful because <laughs> we're dealing with the connection to the end of the movie. If we're dealing with Revelations, Revelations acting as a, a, a Ouroboros or a snake eating its own tail, where you're going to resurrect or re, re, be reborn, <laughs> but all-powerful in the next cycle. This is the difference between like a circle and a vortex. You see what I'm saying? Where one thing is constantly going around and not amounting to anything, where the vortex, whether it be centripetal or centrifugal, um, creates a collapse or an expansion, thus it creates. All right. Now, this 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 bin bin stone is connected to um another energy and chemical called the Benu bird. Okay, the Banu Bird, which is the Ba of Ra. Okay, if we're talking about the soul, I spoke about this with the X Men, and and uh, I mean not the X Men, the Batman versus Superman decoded. I talked about the Ba. Okay, so this is the Ba of Ra. All right, and. It is the phoenix, the whole mythology that we understand of the phoenix, this, this, this eagle that, that, that's, that's valiant and strong and persevering and triumphant um, um, just just flies so high that it, it burns and it gets consumed in its own fire and flame, And the ash comes back down, and when the ash comes back down to earth and, and, and it gets grounded, what ends up happening is it cycles back and it becomes reborn from these ashes again. So this whole mythology of the Phoenix comes from this Bennu bird. All right. Um, the the Bennu, in which we see at the, at what's that?
2: What relation to Scorpio would that have?
4: Oh yes. Well, the Scorpio is the Phoenix and, and, you know, we're, we're, we're very different because we have different totems in regards to the sign of the scorpion and being the scorpion and being the lizard, as well as the eagle and then the phoenix so the phoenix is actually a a next level uh, uh an evolution that the that the eagle goes through which is a higher self at the end of the movie this is how it was concluded it was concluded by gene gray becoming the dark phoenix energy and right. allowing that phoenix energy Um, to consume Apocalypse. So we can't even think about it as death, like, oh, they beat him, or he's the bad guy and they're the good guy. There's a constant dialogue that you have to pay attention to regardless of what side you're attempting to take. It ain't even about taking a side. It's about not judging and breathing in the information. You take it with a grain of salt and you use what you need. Now, the interesting thing about her character is her name is Jean Grey. Okay, she has a relationship with Professor X because remember, Professor X was called Charles Xavier when he was walking. Okay, he they change, he changed his name to Professor X after he lost his legs and became castrated, and and as Valentine mentioned, that whole castration creates an an, an, an infeminization complex. This is why he has a woman on his right side, that the feminine energy on his right side for power, and then his lower self, the beast you know, to his left, you know, with your boy Hank McCoy. Now, the deep thing about having the woman to his right, her name is Jean Grey, the gene for genetics and the gray for gray matter, because the gray matter represents specified neurons that you have in your brain. The reason why they specified is because they're myelinated. Myelinated neurons are neurons with protuberances or arms Right, that stretch out called axons that are, are enveloped inside these um, cells called Schwann cells. These Schwann cells wrap around the arm of the axon of your neuron and create insulation, like, like, like you have around a wire. In between each space is called the nodes of Ranvier, and what that does is it increases the conductivity of your currency, you know, like a thousand fold, it speeds it up. So by her being Jean Grey, she represents that particular energy because even Apocalypse mentioned as he was compiling his four horsemen of the Apocalypse, when he got word of, of, of Professor X, what did he say? He said, I found the answer because Professor X in the mental state represents mentalism, dealing with the whole Kabbalion and all his mind, because he had amassed, you know, the four horsemen, or rather the four sons of Heru, you see what I'm saying, with it being the archangel, okay, what's so important about an archangel? Well, I'm the arch degree, so I understand what the archangel, and that's new, you know what I mean, because the arch angle, because angels, we all know angels mean angle, angle of light. Okay, it ain't about, you know, dudes with wings and all types of stuff like that. It's about angles of light, like the L, E-L and Elohim. You have the angles of light coming down through the archway, the archway of our sky that Newt represents as Geb sits underneath her. All right, that's what the arch represents, Who, who had an antithesis with Nightcrawler character, which was very interesting because Nightcrawler, even though he represented the demon aspect, he was always praying. And when we saw the Archangel Cat, he was on some demon stuff. So that was very interesting.
0: But mm-hmm. back to
4: the to the Four Horsemen. The Four Horsemen dealing with him being the arch and the angle of light. Magneto dealing with the magnetic field. Storm dealing with Tefnut and Shu dealing with the storm, the moisture. Okay? The moisture energy. You know? And then we had Psylocke, which a lot of people don't know who she is. Red and Blue know who she is because we all was on the comics real heavy coming up. Jim Lee. Her body back in the 90s, but she's like a cold-blooded, electrotype type ninja, you know. And she got, but what makes her so, so, so different is her, her, her um, power. Is she's able to create a knife, a dagger, a sword with her mind. Okay, it's, it's, it's a. That's why her name is Psylocke because she has a telepathic, telekinetic ability that allows her to create weaponry mentally but it gets expressed through her hands. So that's why she was able to make that rope or she was able to make a knife or anything like that, which if you're thinking about elementals, that's representing that that mental state, the mind state, you know, the thought process. So he had amassed these four um, um, horsemen together in order to to coalesce a, a certain power. Professor X was able to tie him to Jean Grey. And remember, they had an astral projection battle. That was another uh, uh, um, um, gem that they dropped in this film. They they touched on that astral projection energy again. Because the question we got to ask ourselves, people, is we know that when we're awake that we have things to do. We got work to get done, right? Okay. When we wake up in the morning, we got a plan in regards to what we're going to do during the day. We, we, we line it up. We got an itinerary. So who told us that when we went to bed that we're not supposed to have one? Why do we equate, okay, lack of, of, uh, of consciousness with sleep? Do you see what I'm saying? Like why are we not aware when we're sleeping? Because when we awake in the morning, both of those terms deal with death. So what is it I'm going to experience when I go to bed at night? So that's one of the ways we were able to find out Jean Grey even had those type of powers because she was what? She was in her dream state. And in her dream state, she was seeing the end of the world. Because guess what? A certain dimension has to close in order for us to move into a higher dimension, into a higher realm, into a higher thought process. And that's exactly what ended up happening. They had to move forward. So in regards to the astral projections, Remember, Professor X finally came to find out that they had a connection, him him and him and Apocalypse because he 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 took advantage of Cerebro, you know? And when he did that, he said, Oh man, I could go in his head. So he went inside of Apocalypse mind and then through that the two of them battled with inside the thought. And Apocalypse was able to grow big and get small, so that whole concept right there that with conscious and subconscious, those two avenues being being uh, being dealt with. Now back to the Benu Bird, the Benu Bird was said to have created itself from a fire which burned at the top of the sacred Persia tree in Heliopolis, and it rested on the Binbin Stone, a pillar topped by a pyramid-shaped stone, and obelisk, which became the most sacred fetish worshipped in the city. All right. So on a, on the Metternich Stele, uh, set says to Heru, "Thou art the great Bennu who was born on the incense tree in the house of the great prince of Heliopolis." So I knew the capstone of the pyramid and the pyramids themselves were thought to be representation of the Bennu stone, and the kings buried beneath were under direct protection protection of the sun god. All right. Now remember when he was when when Apocalypse in the beginning was trying to transfer his body you had some cats up, up in the mist that wasn't with him, was calling him a false god. And, and what they did was they signal each other, and when they pulled the, the, the cloth down, there was an image of a jet pillar there. I'm talking about clean as day with an arrow. I'm like, why do they got the jet pillar? Well, because the pyramid represents our temple, our body, our structure. When I got into Civil War Decoded, I talked about the proprioception system and the Black Panther and what our potentials are through our collagen and our tendons and our ligaments. That's that's where we really got our power stored at. We just don't know how to express it. You see what I'm saying? But I went into it in that. In this, they're showing the pyramid, showing you what the fortified structure of our temple is, and in that, Case they were destroying it by what knocking out the backbone, the bin, the 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 Jed pillar, where the word Jedi comes from. You know what I mean. With Star Wars represents the disciplined backbone of consistency that was contained that's contained by a saw A saw was the Binbin bin stone. So they knocked the bin, bin stone down, and what did it do? It took out the foundation of the pyramid and allowed it to crumble. You know, and if it wasn't for the woman who was able to put apocalypse inside of a chrysalis state, because this is another study in Kemet, um, there's the uh, sahu, which is the wrappings okay, of the body in the body um, processing the spirit, the spirit into the next form of reality, into the next dimension, into that higher state. That's what the wrapping of the, the the bandages are for, and that is the Sahu. So when they talk about the cocoon of the chrysalis, this is what the, the female, one of the four horsemen in the beginning, was doing for him, was allowing him to go within inside that stage, you know, in order for him to cross over, because he slept for about 600 years, and when he woke up, it was a new world. But this world was filled with what? False idols, false prophets. You know, parasites, parasitic elite, you know, the the wrong people were in the throne. So the reason why he was hyped and ready to get the work was because he was like, yo, the right people aren't doing the work right now. And he just wanted to smash, you see. So that's why we can't get caught up in, in sides and everything in the film because the whole movie contains the information. You know what
2: I mean? Now, go
4: ahead. <laughs> What'd you say?
2: I said, go in.
4: Okay, okay. So, to go back into John Randall, who was this guy that was over this crew of folks discovering DNA, I'm saying if everything is genetics and GMO and telomerase and all that, then we need to go back to the structure, because structure is everything, man. If we visualize DNA, what if DNA wasn't a helix? What if it was another shape? I mean, us visualizing it as a helix impacts our reality. So we need to go back to this point in time and how this woman who creates an immortal spell line dies the same year that a Jewish woman discovers the structure of DNA. I mean, just back to back. And they're all under this cat, John Randall. Now, what was John Randall up to besides making a magnetron, which I mentioned earlier, and other things? But in 1951, he set up a large multidisciplinary group working under his personal direction to study the structure and growth of the connective tissue protein collagen. Now, when I did... Did the decoded of, of, of civil civil war I went into the proprioception system And the proscenic corpuscles Talking about how the Black Panther's powers is expressed And how you bring your, your Black Panther out And here we go with this cat And all he was studying was collagen He was studying the collagen matrix Their contributions helped to elucidate The three-chain structure of the collagen molecule This is the braid of the weaving of neat okay this goes back to the black woman is God lecture that i did a couple couple months ago where i went into neat being the weaver and the collagen being being anonymous with i mean synonymous with the trivium of logic grammar and rhetoric being that braid that our body is made up of if you look at your nerves they're braids of fibers if you look at your muscles they're braids of fibers if you look at your collagen Braids of fibers, your hair, braids of fibers, everything we got is braids of fibers, even the way our body, our muscles get on our bones and our skin wraps around it, That is it's just important like that, all right? So Randall himself specialized in using the electron microscope, first studying the fine structure of spermatozoa, so he was studying sperm and then concentrating on collagen, all right? he set up a new group to use the cilia of protozoa as a model system for the analysis of morphogenesis by correlating the structural and biochemical differences in mutants. I'm going to say that one more time. In 1958, he published a study of the structure of protozoa. He set up a new group to use the cilia of the protozoa as a model system for the analysis of morphogenesis by correlating the structural and biochemical differences in mutants. That kind of sounds a little bit like Mystique, the great mystery, Wakanda, you know what I'm saying? I try and let people know how uh, Mystique is Sekhmet because Sekhmet represents the cat goddess, and she's definitely a cat because Jennifer Lawrence, who plays the character, is a Leo. And she got cat eyes and she's nude. The why, you, know what I'm saying? you know what I mean? And the reason why her hair is red is because it's stained with blood, because Sekhmet is a warrior goddess and she, she's drunk with blood. That was her whole beef with Ra. Okay. So yeah, John John Randall. So just, just to tie this up a little bit more, so, so how things just interweave. Remember, I was talking about Henrietta Lacks a moment ago. Well, it just so happened that uh, her father's name is John Randall. I mean, I didn't make that up. I'm not saying that this Caucasian was her father. What I'm saying is, I find it quite ironic that her father's name is John Randall as well. So, y'all could go ahead and uh, look that up too. All right, so. Let's talk about the fact that the woman was definitely the main force and energy up in this film. No doubt the Ben Ben stone and the cap zone represents the obelisk and definitely represented the max masculine force. Every time we saw the force, though, it dealt with a uh, beast energy. It dealt with an old energy. Even when Wolverine came out of nowhere as Weapon X as the mindless beast, the only reason why he had anything to live for from that moment was because Jean Grey restored some of his memory back to him. Um, when Apocalypse first uh, approached anybody, it was the black woman. Okay, most more specifically, who's this black woman? Oh, okay, this black woman is the woman who played um Aaliyah <laughs> in in the Aaliyah film. Okay, she also just was in um um straight out of Compton playing uh Cube's wife. Okay. So this 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 young woman that's co- up and coming right now, he ends up calling her a goddess, reminding her who she is. Okay, because the, the, the first act in the change of the, the era is for the black woman to remember who she is. And be unapologetic with who she is. And immediately, what did she do? She increased her powers of the weather, okay, of moisture and the air and the atmosphere. You see what I'm saying? That water energy. So I found that very, very dynamic. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Did you have anything you wanted to add, though, before I go into the the, the next the next section of this
2: thing uh, I'm just no no continue
4: <laughs> y'all soaking y'all soaking it all in huh
2: mm-hmm. yeah
4: so we the reason why I'm bringing this information up is cuz people need to know more about Henrietta Lacks okay we got to know more about this story because no one no one is paying attention to the fact that her cells replicate and have been replicating since 1951 like they come out with a commercial saying since 1951 with her cells and they're still duplicating to this day and all the biology books that we read growing up and all the scientific experiments that we did since then like we would not have the information that we have now if it wasn't for her cell line okay we have to understand that her cell line was stolen from her like she didn't know Okay, she had cervical cancer and was going to a doctor to get help. They were doing chemotherapy on her, blasting her, killing her cervix until until the whole area from underneath her breasts, almost down to her quadriceps, was jet black. Okay, like carbon. Getting burnt from all those different trials of the x-rays. And the doctor took... A piece of one of her cervix one time And noticed how her cells were replicating In this culture that he had to decide And he sold it to another doctor And then they started replicating more cells And hustling the black woman's cells All over the world Guess what happened to Henrietta Lacks She died Now they say she died from the cancer Who, How we know she wasn't murdered How we know she wasn't killed And for the mere fact she kept getting blasted She was murdered because they knew what that would do to her body and to her system. But we're still, like our whole reality of genetics and cellular structure and science is based upon us examining or putting the all-seeing eye to her cell lines, to her genetics. Do you see what I'm saying? And at that same moment in time, we got a Jewish woman who then dies from ovarian cancer, and right before she does, she's able to show the picture of the structure of that particular DNA, and it's this X. So, yes, they come out with a movie of a group of youth that bear this symbol because this symbol rep- represents them becoming more acquainted with their genetics and who they are. So if Apocalypse represents the first mutant, he represents that original ancestor and a connection taking place between ancestor and child and us bridging the cap in order to bring this new age new era into the fold. So I can go on all day about this movie, but I do have a presentation. I have a visual presentation. I have more information, and I want to be able to give this genetic information, give this African cosmology to the people, and that's why I'm doing this free event at Nicholas Bookstore, 570 Fulton Street, Brooklyn, New York, June 16th, and for those of you who don't know what's so special about that day, that's Tupac's birthday, okay? That's Tupac Amaru Shakur, Solar Return, you know what I mean? And on that day, yeah, we're going to be talking about the God body, that energy, because all of you know, I'm not only dealing with Hollywood Dakota, you know my physiology game is serious, so I use this as a way to show people how they can tap in, how they can open up, you know, how we can take this thing to a higher level. So please, I ask everybody to come out, tell a friend, share, post, let folks know this particular Thursday at Nicholas Bookstore at 6 p.m. I'll be in there to do the live presentation where I'm going to give more, and then you're going to be able to see the visuals that go along with the points that I'm making. You know, And in the meantime, X-Men is in the streets. You know, I got a copy of it. It's nice and clear. Uh, if y'all haven't seen it, you know what I'm saying, y'all have a way that y'all can see it. So check it out so all of you prepared, all right, because I want to make sure that I don't have to do spoiler alert or anything when folks walk through the door, you know? Indeed. Yeah, so I I don't know if there's any hands up. You know, I figure there's a lot of people out there that want to add on what made this movie so dope was they had so much information just out in the front. You see what I'm saying? So, folks, I know they saw things and they definitely want to, um, you know, put it out there. So
0: you yeah. can
2: open up the lines and let folks in, you, um, you know. if you they. think interested. the reason was that they kept referencing the event from 10 years ago with, uh, you know. Oh, the, yeah, the yeah, scene yeah. From the yeah, because,
4: because they wanted to show that militant aspect. That's what inspires the youth. You see what I'm saying? Remember, all the youth was on some, you're my hero, because they represent Patrice Lumumba, right. you know, Marcus Garvey, Carlos Cooks. You see what I'm saying? It represents uh, Harriet Tubman. It represents Queen and Zynga. You know what I mean? Hot step Suit. It represents all these energies of the ancestors that stood up, that was not scared. You see what I mean? That displayed their power and their force in front of millions and didn't shake. You know, when when the youth sees that footage, that inspires them. And what if you were walking down the street, you hit the corner and hit somebody in the the chest, looked up, and it was Malcolm X looking at you? Like, what would that do to you? You see what I'm saying? What conversation would you have? What would you say to him? You know, so that's, that's what that represented.
2: Right. And uh, and the speaker uh,
4: Mark is good to speak about Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. Like of course, um, Professor X represented King. You know that's why that's the whole King's College com- combo with the John Randall that I just gave everybody. And then we all know Magneto dealt with the Malcolm X energy. You see, um, the dynamic thing with him was he was like representing the magnetic field. You know and and in expressing his energy in a more harmonious manner, he created a family dynamic where his youngest was connected with with what with nature. what makes nature so connected to the earth the mag the magnetic field that's how the birds are able to fly south that's how the fish stay in schools. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why a flock of pigeons can like bank at the same time it's because of that little hem, hematite they got in them, and it's a magnetic line that they're connected to, so that's why she was connected to to the animals and that's why when they was about to take her away she was able to control all the birds. You see what I'm saying?
0: So right. he represented
4: right. that tie between the magnetic field and it being expressed, you know, that way.
2: Now um like is he just as a character magneto 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 is he just like supposed to suffer? What 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 correlation does magnetism
4: He's the heart. He represents the heart energy. You see what I'm saying? He's the heart. Yeah, because he's the magnetic field. What does your magnetic field come from? It comes from your heart beating, your sinoatrial node, your your atrial ventral node. Those nodes represent the pace of your heartbeat. Your Purkinje fibers represent the spreading of that electricity into your heart so it contracts. What does it contract through diastole and systole? Large amounts of blood, which is large amounts of hemoglobin, which is large amounts of iron, which create a magnetic field that pulsates outward from you in all directions, creating that same toroidal shape that you saw Magneto doing when his powers got increased and he started, you know, um, um, manipulating all the trash and stuff around him. It was, like, shaped like an apple. That's That's that magnetic
3: field.
2: Like, like yeah. a um,
4: so he represents the heart yeah. energy And a heart can love And a heart can destroy if it's broken So you always see him Flying back and forth through those things What is his number one weapon? A helmet Why? To block out the mind <laughs> To block Professor X From manipulating the thought process So he can go with his heart at all times So his heart can lead him You see what I mean? Because that's what he uses in order for him To make his decision.
2: and then by by sacrificing the wife and the daughter
4: oh come on and that scene was whack because they didn't need to die my thing is the she she already had the the locket around her neck okay like there's iron in their bodies like I hate how they downplay Magneto, but they do it purposely because we downplay our heart. We downplay love. We downplay the power we possess. So it's like when folks look at us, and when we suffer in, in certain aspects, they're like, yo, why are you suffering? Because you definitely got mm-hmm. the capabilities not to suffer. How he's the, the 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 king of magnetism, the god of magnetism, and he's standing there like in, in, in the face of individuals who claim to be office, officers of the state, but obviously are not because they have no badges. So you're talking about people in a position that are not worthy to be in a position, but going around acting like savages and yeah, took his family's life from him because it's like, yo, with the power you got, that should not have went down.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, Think that uh yeah you know he's always an interesting character in all of these films, but I don't want it to seem like X Men is following the same plot. X Men get in trouble, find Magneto. Magneto has reunion with yeah X.
4: yeah, yeah they right. Up
2: the adversary. You know at the last minute, you know Magneto switches forces from.
4: Hey, Mag- it was the Trump. same. It was the same in the comics remember like it it was the same thing brotherhood of the evil mutants they be fighting for about 20 comics strong and then what happened? like they gotta team up shoot people don't even know professor x and magneto actually fused before and became one entity hmm. yeah so look out for that i bet you they're gonna explore that one in the future but you know we're we're talking about aspects man like I want people to know, yeah, that I get folks that are like real comic book heads, and they comment, and they they, they hear me make a comment off of the movie, and then they reference it to a comic and be like, yo, this is not where he got this and that from. And I want people to know that I'm using these characters as a medium to talk about aspects of energy and force. Aspects of energy and force. So I'm talking about these things from an energy standpoint. I'm not reaching, okay? We need to study the magnetic field. We need to have a better idea of telekinesis and how the mind works and the brain waves. Cerebro is nothing but radar, (laughs) like I talked about earlier. It's a radar for mutants. So it's a radar for people's biorhythmic signatures. Everybody has a particular brain wave, and if you can map that brain wave, then you can touch into people. We all know about remote viewing, okay? People yeah. have the the remote viewing exercises at a, at a lot of these um, governmental uh, organizations, where folks sit down and they meditate and they able to see far distances and things happening miles away. Right. You know it's what I'm saying? So that that's that astral projection again it's like what is your duties when you go to sleep when you go to sleep your 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 body is still working I mean your mind is still working your spirit is still working where does it go what is it what is it doing if you give yourself something to do you'll be way more productive you know and that's what we're forgetting you know you go into the king's chamber you know inside of the, the, the great pyramid and you lay inside that you know that granite structure and there's this 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 steep angle Of a chamber that aligns With a star system at a certain Time of the year what's going on there Are you projecting Your consciousness somewhere else Is something projecting this consciousness To you
2: Good point Well callers if you have any questions Comments or concerns Now would be the time to press one On your phone Okay, Any questions comments all concerns, callers. We're going to go to our first caller for the night. This will be caller from the 516-881. We all know who this is. Peace, love, and light. Cosmo Jeez, Lord. Hey. Peace,
1: everybody, to the whole fam.
2: What's um, going
1: on? You know, KT, I wasn't going to miss this, man. You know, I missed y'all on the X-Men joint, okay? AA was there this was like back in 2012, right? So, um, right. Yeah, all right. Look, you said some things, man. You know, you be opening up doors that I closed a long time ago. People <laughs> <laughs> pulling there out shit. I'd be like, oh, damn, I forgot about that. You know, okay. The um, You know, Saturday, I'm going to get the, the, the astrologic on this here. This movie was we, opened you up. You know, off. we need it. Please. Yeah. Yeah, the because the, um, cause, cause
4: the Saba. His name is in in Sabanor. Saba means seven, and it also ties with 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 Saturn with the
1: seventh day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everywhere well, please, Saturn yeah. the seventh. I um, what I what I want to get into was you know it, it was released the first time on the globe on May the ninth in in England. So I did the charge for that. And it um, was deep. This was really deep, man. The, you know, I do number lines. I take all the math so I can see the harmonics and strip it of the science. And the moon and Mars are like in perfect lock. You know, see, in and, and, and astrological science, the moon is a timer. She, she, she'd she, like to pluck the, the string. Uh, she like um, the like that pick that plucks the guitar string, you know, and gives it noise, gives it vibration, right? So she strums right. over Mars. And Mars is in Sagittarius. Now, see, that's the first... Planet in the number nine, so the the movie itself already says superhero. All right, now let me break that down. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> because Mars is is Hero right? And you know Hero is hero at war. He, you know he's fighting. He's uh, um he's borrowing suit or whatever, right? He's, he's exiled.
4: That was one of the first glyphs that they showed, too, on the Benben ben stone is hey Roo with a lion body, which is connected yeah. to
1: that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I just thought, when I first saw the movie, I was like, oh, KT, a ball with this one. But anyway, <laughs> okay, so so Sagittarius is the zone that is zodiac that is ruled by Jupiter, and Jupiter brings uh, the idea of super, big, magnanimous, colossal, you know, so super, hey, Mars and Sagittarius translates in this way, uh, from this perspective, straight up superhero, okay? Mm -hmm. And then you got the North Node there, which, you know, some astrologers want to attribute Neptune-type qualities to the North Node. Some want to use Jupiter, but at any rate... Jupiter and Neptune go to Pisces in the ancient school, and that and that rules the vision, right? So, it has everything to do with the special effects, the movies, and all of that stuff. That's what the eye. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. But it, it is it is also um when they were fighting in that in that club. Now you gotta realize, you know, fear and terror never come apart. All right, they always come together, right? And 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 and, and terror is a what the terror side of it, is the violence. And when I look at that astrologically, that paradigm, I'm seeing, um, I'm seeing Pisces in the twelfth and the twelfth place with Aries, you know, and in the first. And Aries, we know is you know if you if you got a general fundamental idea, these signs that that represents violence, you know, fighting and conflict, and uh. Neptune, the twelfth, rules the twelfth house of that. There's with fear and Pisces. did with fear. So fear and terror was like what? I, how I saw the angel and the um the demon fighting because the uh, Nightcrawler was scared. You understand what I'm saying? And he was trying to he yeah, he was trying to force him to fight. So and, you know in that in that in that ring. So I looked at that as how you know the out of out of Pisces, which is like Olukun, Kun right the 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 mist, the deep depth of uh, of existence or uh, the deep dark, and out of that emerges you know the beginning, you know the and it is a struggle in the beginning. All babies you know go through labor and they struggle to fight with uh, against the gravity gravitational forces on normal births um the the head comes out first, right because I know we have a, a a child in the house named Blue, born feet first. Right. <laughs> so, but they, you know, that that that's how I saw it. I was like, wow. So they're gonna jump straight out, you know, in the night, in the mur- in the dark, fighting. That is just Pisces emerging out into the area. That's how I took that, right? So then Neptune being next, and, and the vision does deal with uh, um the, the 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 ray beam coming out of his eyes, and and uh, the fact that um when well, they were in the classroom. Uh, 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 and, you know, he's like, you're looking at my girl, you're looking at my girl. And his eyes kept burning and kept burning. That was like, that was the beginning of it. So they went from that fight scene in the nightclub, which is the 12th house, straight to Cyclops, okay, which is one. The number one is Aries. So he's a one-eyed nigga. The color red is Aries. So you, you're still pointing at that Aries residue hanging off at the beginning of the chart. After that, now, well, you 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 sparked my mind, too, because I was, like, in this chart. I'm looking at it. I'm like, well, where would the sun be? Because it's in Taurus. But then, you know, I think about the scene with Magneto. And this thing you see, look in the woods, man. That whole scene was in the woods, in the forest, like, right? That is Taurus, right? And then him being the heart, which is the sun in, in this paradigm, and the uh, magnetic, magnetic force that he had, that, that was right on, right on point. And what that, what that brought to mind was um, dielectricity and magnetism and electricity and how the metaphysics uh, translate electricity as being what we see here in this world. It's all electric. It's, it's physical. It's corporeal. And the magnetism is um, divine, right? and it is um, spiritual. That's the word I'm looking for, and the dielectric is like the the, the nucleus in the proton and electron. So that you know that made me think of that energy too when he was um zapping from place to place in that ball in that dome. You know what I'm saying? I was like, okay, I'm I'm looking like you know when they watch electrons and they teleport and shit like that. So after that, I'm looking at the charge that goes into Jupiter and Saturn. Now, that Jupiter deals with, you know, like I said earlier, deals with magnanimous and, you know, big things and things of this nature. And the very next scene was how, I mean, you know, I skipped the uh, reincarnation, so I'm saving that, right? But they, they skipped to the scene where he, um how, how can I say this? He magnifies everybody. Like, you know, he gives Storm her powers. He increases um. The uh, um the professor's power, like when he said ah, he realizes who he's dealing with, professor, and what the professor has, and um who else did he touch and and increase the uh the girl with the swords, I forget her name, he said, but uh, um with the with the labor with the laser swords, you know they come out of hands and the whip and stuff like that. So he not only you know he points to not only the resurrection, which is Pluto, not only the um life transference, the concept of life transference is Pluto. Okay, because that's why sex and death and all of that deals with Scorpio and Pluto because it's all just different forms of life transference, right? So that he, is, uh, pardon me, Pluto is in Capricorn, right? Capricorn is you know the reputation is the meanest. He's dick dastardly. If you're gonna turn all the signs into, uh, um, to sign uh, into characters, cartoon character, he be dick dastardly. He's a villain. So, you got Pluto, which is the Resurrector, or the, the concept of resurrection or life transference, in the hands of a tyrant or, or a villain, okay? And, um, there was, which showed me that he was also Saturn, aside from what you just pointed out, because I didn't know what Sabanur meant. I knew that nur is life, right? But, um, uh, he was old, decrepit. That is Saturn, okay? So... The the combination of Pluto and um, Capricorn at the you know at the outset with him the ancient the stones the the crumbling the destruction all of that is Capricorn motif man monoliths building structures all of that so you know um, after that I have a question for you <laughs> okay because I didn't get to do everything on the movie right I ain't expect you to come today with it right I um. At the end, when Jean Grey flared up and, and finished up, my man had their famous last words, and he said, "It is revealed, okay, which is apocalypse, okay. Uh, what was revealed though? I don't get it. <laughs> Explain <laughs> oh, that to me. Who, who, who
4: the source of the power? Where the power Where the power? Where the power source is? Okay. All right. So, Maybe so there.
1: he he re, he didn't know what he was looking for until he actually saw Jean Grey in her in her all uh, flare, right?
4: That's right, and remember that that Scorpio, Scorpio is a feminine sign. It's the feminine energy.
3: Yeah, that's
4: right. Phoenix is just the Bennu. It started with the Ben Ben stone and ended with the Bennu.
1: Yeah, all that is resurrection. Osar affiliated the Phoenix, the Ben Ben, the Ben Ben, the, Ben-Bin, um, the stone, the Bennu bird. All that. He was yes. he
4: was all gray. He was all gray and bluish, and disintegrated in the ash. That's why I tell people don't even look at it like good and bad and two
1: people Yeah, yeah, you. yeah. I get you with that. Yeah. I get you. With
4: that. Yeah, it's one, it's one, it's one thing going on. And in that scene, you saw the disintegration, and then the um, and then the fire of the of the new phoenix. You know, the brilliant the brilliant uh feathers of the new phoenix burning.
1: Oh yeah, that was pretty good special effects, man. That was like the first. That was better than the first time, right?
4: yeah,
1: they went in yeah they went in right, man. I um I see that that same archetype and um I think about that all the time you know like I think about the orishas and things of that when I'm watching these movies all the time but I had never really until you brought it up made the connection you know until I uh uh heard these shows and all that I had never given it that thought you know like when you're breaking down the incredible art and Spider-Man, I was on, like, I saw, like, little boys like spiders and frogs. So they, they personified the Hulk. He leaps around. He's green. He's big and thick, right, like a big-ass frog. <laughs> and Spider-Man, you know, little boys carry spiders and frogs, you know. And the only reason why I, say, I said to myself they didn't use a snake is because of the negative stigma that they would catch the snakes over the years because of the wisdom that, it, you know, because of what we used it for. But at, at any rate, um... So all, all these movies, you know, are, the, are the, um, the path of hero, you know, the path of the hero. And um, so I see that constantly. And, you know, when I learned that, it, I can't watch a movie now without calling those scenes as they come up, boy, me. Oh. You know? yeah, yeah, you just
4: said the magic words right there. You just said the magic words right Archetype of the hero. Yeah, uh, archetype
1: exactly.
4: Archetype of the hero Every. Yeah. That's why the superhero franchise is doing so well. And
1: because, number one, there's an element in human nature. There's an element in human nature, you know, that we are all subject to most the first. I mean, first the most. And that is martial energy, you know. Everything is a struggle in the beginning, no matter what. You're learning math. You're learning how to read. You're learning a new science, a new paradigm, uh, a new way of life. So, the Mars is always first, and that energy is always first. So, and because that energy is always first, right? That same energy is the same energy that we uh, project when we're being aggressive, right? So, the average person is intimidated by aggression. Okay, then you there, there's a sense of awe with this energy, right? It causes terror and and, and fear, and and therefore. Uh, it being the first energy we deal with, it is what our natures are most geared to. So we, everyone, regardless, regardless of gender, religion, culture, we all respect strength, don't we? You see, and, and you know, that's the first thing we have to do when we get here because you are absolutely... Uh, you know, brand new. Your muscles don't have no wear and tear. You have no strength. You can't lift your head. So the first thing we got to acquire is that, and it doesn't stop in childhood. It permeates our being. So throughout life, being first, being the only one, being special, being uh, um the leader. You know, being a, a tough, a soldier, unafraid. All these things become admirable to the human nature. And and thus, when you personify all them qualities into one character, it becomes very entertaining because we identify with that vibration, man.
4: Nah, you want you want it, brother. I'm so I'm so glad you came in with that to give that other side because like I said, Apocalypse is, is revelation and it deals with a cycle.
1: So you
4: gotta be able to yeah, see you know, that now what you said the was- implications.
1: Man, what you said, what you said was also very, uh, uh very clear. You said, don't oh, thinking that he died." <laughs> you <laughs> did, because we really didn't see him die. We saw him overcome, no.
0: overwhelmed. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so yeah, and you know, um,
0: yeah, I ain't, I ain't got to see.
1: Yeah, I ain't got to, I ain't got to see the last of him. and But that was the exact thought that I had when I saw the movie. I'm like, was that a death? Is she able to come back? He's probably be able to come back. Yeah, yeah. He's a mutant. of life transference, right? So, I mean, I, look,
4: I, what, what we saw there was submission. He submitted. That's what happened. He just submitted. Once he so. saw her, yeah. Well, yeah. Once he saw the power, because he was like, oh, that's what this is all about. Like,
0: Okay, now,
1: now, now, now let me get you with this question, man, because I'm curious as to what you think about this, right? Out of all the Marvel universe, okay? hmm Who's the most powerful
4: character? Who's Gene the most Greg powerful Greg? character in the whole Marvel <laughs> You said Jean Grey. Man, that's a hard question. There's there's, yeah. there's, there's, a, there's a few of them out there, and I see up there now.
0: She yeah, I mean, because
4: you know, you look, at,
1: you look at Wolverine, he can deal with Gene Grey, right? Because right? he heals so quick, right?
4: But if we if we talk about Guardians of the Galaxy and go in that direction, then you're going to start seeing all types of galactical cats. That's just. Yeah, on I understand
1: other. that too. Yeah. yeah, I understand that too. You're very beyond yeah, the She and all that. Okay. Oh, Nova, uh, but Quagard, I'm referencing-
4: Adam Warlock. They okay, let's
1: let, let keep it to the most popular, the, the, to where you ain't got to be a comic book hero. I mean, uh, 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 a comic well, book. Well, nah, no, I mean, they uh, got thing. The,
4: there's there's nothing messing with that Phoenix energy because that Phoenix energy goes out of space like it's it like they haven't even expressed how powerful yeah, that thing is. Yeah, that 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 Phoenix is yeah. like she she can rival like a planet. Like that's. She
1: yeah, that's what stuff. I was gonna you know, That's she, what I thought when I saw Wolverine yeah. killer. I was like, "Come on, man, she vaporized this nigga." You know? Yeah, that <laughs> she was melt right. that damn adamantium right. I mean, so, if but, it
4: wasn't you know, for her, he wouldn't even have a memory because he was an animal. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, she, yeah. She threw, she threw him a little bone.
0: Yeah, and
1: she gave him a little bit of his memory back, right? And um. Do you know what gets me about that? You know, movies is always gonna alter the original uh, timeline. That's not how Storm got her powers. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, she already there.
4: no, she already had power. She's mutant. She already had her powers. Yeah, and she was uh, she was actually in um, in Cairo and Harlem. A lot of people don't know Storm came up in Harlem, yo. <laughs> oh, so he's <laughs>
2: in the ground.
4: She was in Harlem too. Yeah. But um, yeah. nah, she she had her powers when she was younger, man. She was a, she, you know, she's a mutant, so they they get theirs early. It don't be no freak accident. It just be like a stressful situation where they be trying to protect themselves, and it comes out. You
2: don't hey, think that uh, At the same year that we see Black
1: Panther make his entrance. Oh and you know so I respect the way they did that, because they didn't clown homie at all. No, nah. no, nah, nah, nah. no.
2: but we watch her and she makes this modified entrance by way of, you know, apocalypse picking her to be one of the uh Oh
4: yeah, the, the goddess, homies. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: That's right. That's right. And they and they get married. They get married. Matter of fact, they was tight when they were young because Black Panther, they have to go on a hodge when they're like, um, you know, when they're puberty, you know what I'm saying? So he had, right to, like, to, tra- he had to traverse, yeah, right to passes. He had to traverse through Africa. So when he was young, traversing through Africa, he ran into Storm. She was a pickpocket. She was with a crew of cats, and they would be like hitting folks up. You know, just like she was doing in the movie and they met that way and they got cool and got tight and they was together and then you know, he had to finish his right, so he had to dip. And when he got older they they linked back up. So I found that mm-hmm. that interesting that they, you know, a goddess. And then let let's let's understand why Storm has white hair also, okay? Storm has white hair because Storm has that that uh the crown of upper. The upper crown, which is the white crown. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, and then you, uh, Jean Gray has the red because
1: she has the crown of lower. Huh? Of lower. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Okay. This rouse is deep. All right. <laughs> the, um, the color of Uranus. Uranus is a planet of Uranus. Okay. For you guys to pronounce yeah, it Uranus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. U- Uranus. All right. Is, um, the planet that points to catastrophe, storms, electrical storms, all kinds of right. bad weather. Yes, yeah. wow. and, and and the color of a rose is white. Where it is zinc? Okay, zinc white. Right. So yeah, her eyes and her hair is white. white. And turn yeah. Hair. yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. that's right. So, you know, I'm down with all that. I I love that, man. I you know it's killing me how. You know, we used to use these images in, in our metaphorenes to uh, cultivate the spirit. It's used now for all kinds of low shit, like propaganda. You know what I'm saying? Uh, That's right. You know, p- political, to steer the mind of the people to a specific product, man. You know, to, as opposed to using these things here really to uplift us, man. You know, that note needed to be made because we didn't use it for entertainment, even though it was entertaining. Right, every drama right. yeah, every drama had a serious, key, core note that was, you know, it, it enable you, if you grasped it, to, to grow from.
2: Indeed. Yeah. Well, as always, my brother, we appreciate you passing through with your insight. Thanks for having oh, yeah. me, though. Yeah. Thanks for that, Bill, brother. Adding on layers to the dialogue. All right? Yes, sir. Indeed, God. Peace. Everybody have a good night. Peace. Peace. indeed. Family, we ask you again any questions, comments, or concerns. Now is the time to press 1 on your phone. All right? We have another hand up in the call queue. Caller from the 347 347 caller 393 Welcome to Know The Peace.
0: Peace.
2: Peace, peace. I definitely, uh, saw the movie. Uh, I'm enjoying the conversation tonight. Uh, what I have to say about it is, uh, I don't really have any questions, but I appreciate all the information that, uh, I'm getting from the show. And, uh, definitely gave me some insight on different things. I definitely think that, uh, Genetic uh, Power that we have as indigenous people Is definitely being shown Through these movies Unfortunately they don't show enough of us Looking in our original state
3: But uh, all of these powers I believe That we have already We just haven't activated them yet
4: No doubt brother
2: That's all I got to say I could carry Appreciate on.
4: on Yes yes
2: I agree Thank you God Yes, sir. Right. More hands All going up. Right. Peace. peace. Let me go to caller from the 757 five two five seven five seven caller. Peace. Welcome to KTL. Peace, peace, peace. What's good? KTL, Red Blue, What's going and on. KTR's degree. What's goody? How you doing, peace, brother? How are you? I'm great, man. Yo, uh, I just wanted to say I saw that movie two times, and I'm not... Um, as it is, you know, I'm not I'm not as, as in tune with you know the the retrograde and how the the stars, moon, everything that you know. I'm not as knowledgeable as you guys is on that stuff. But when I saw the X, when I saw this apocalypse, X Men apocalypse,
1: I saw the X Men as, as us,
2: the melanated people going up against the you know the the Caucasian. Because we we do have special powers, you know. We we are we do see shit differently than they do, and we um, circumvent the you know the system, <clears throat> and we navigate in the belly of the beast. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, I I looked at that movie like they killed God,
1: because he said he when 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 they asked him what's your name, he said I'm Elohim. I'm uh Ra You know,
2: he started dropping the names and he said, we got to clean. He said, I want, I want to clean cleanse this planet. And he said, all the nuclear weapons, everything up into space. That shit is what we want. You know what I'm saying? That's how I viewed that. So, uh, I just want to say, yo, look, I, I, I salute you brothers. You know, I donate to y'all. Um, KT, do your thing. Salute. And, yo, keep it bumping. Love y'all. But um, that's how I viewed it. And any feedback, I'm missing something, let me know. Appreciate that, brother. Thank you. Indeed. Peace. Peace, family. Thank you. All right. Maybe one second here. All right. Call Any other X calls?
4: X-Men, X-Men an
2: Apocalypse. Evening. Anyone else out there? Any questions, comments, or concerns? Um, let me do say this. You know, as of this morning... On YouTube, I see that there's a, a a renewed interest in the community to have this conversation about genetics and evolution and and what our our potential possibilities. You know what I'm saying? As all of this latent power in us comes online, and there there there's a lot of passion behind what people feel and quote unquote believe is the truth about
0: who we are,
2: where we came from and what our possibilities are in regards to where we're going to be able to go. So I just want you to briefly speak on some of the science that you've been coming across. I've been hearing a lot of things on YouTube, you know, a lot of pockets of information. But we rely on you to pretty much consolidate and give us a forecast in regards to science and genetics and biology. What is science saying about what's going on with the human genome or, or, you know, the melanated the man's physiology, what are the capabilities that we're learning, the new stuff that we're learning about? You know, where are we going with this thing? Oh
4: man, now now you open up a whole other can of worms. Now this is this is where my passion is. I mean, I spend most of my time studying physiology in the human body. Um one of the number one uh things that I've put forward as of lately has been another way of looking at the whole concept of RBG, red, black, and green. And that is red being hemoglobin, black being melanin, and green being chlorophyll. Now, I've talked many times, other elders, other people in the community have also spoke many times of chlorophyll and hemoglobin being exactly the same molecule except for one metal. Now, When I did the RBG, I postulated that melanin was one and the same, that it also was a molecule similar to the other two, just didn't know what the metal was. Now, that's one of the latest uh, breakthroughs that, that they've disclosed is the structure of melanin because one thing that they were always elusive to was its structure, you know, because it was black and it was always moving. At such a rate, performing so many tasks that can never really get an, an idea of its structure. Well, as of recently, they've come to find out that melanin has the structure of a porphyrin ring, just like a heme group does in hemoglobin and just like it does with chlorophyll, except at the center of the melanin, the particular metal at its core is sodium. Sodium is N-A on the uh, periodic chart, number 11. You know what I mean? It's that 11 board. And what what, what that represents is natrium. This is why sodium is called N-A because it's not like S-D or S-M. They call it N-A because N-A is natrium, and that's sodium in Latin. But natrium is, when you look through all the other lexicons, you find out that natrium is netter or nurture or nature. Um, so that is the salt of life. You see what I'm saying? Which makes that concept so very powerful to see that at the core of this melanin molecule is nature, is the netter, is that salt, you see, that crystal, that crystal you know so that's that's one of the most recent um things that that I'm dealing with right now um another as another thing that I'm dealing with is chelation the whole concept of chelation which is the manipulation of metals in the body you know uh, we 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 get bogged down we get sick um we have our issues because we get heavy metals stored in our body you know the lead the cadmium Barium, you know all these particular uh, toxic elements that are in our environment that get lodged in our system because they're not able to get out. So I'm i um, I'm dealing with the whole process of chelation and that whole science as well. So those 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 are some of the things. And and in me getting in chelation, it's going to tie into evolution because of how I'm going to go into what is responsible for chelating. What do we use to chelate? And once we get into the science of what we use to chelate, then we get more into a connection of something that we relate to, you know, in regards to um, optimizing our temple and what our abilities are.
2: can't tell with you. I can't tell when you finish or not. Whether you just uh, taking a breather. <laughs> so you know what I mean?
4: It's all good, man. I, good.
2: You know, I'm used delay, to seeing ball. lightning.
4: I'm used to seeing lightning and hearing thunder a few seconds later. So you know, it's it's all relative, man.
2: Yeah, it is. We just had a hand pop up. Um, from a one 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 caller. Let's go to caller from the one one one. Welcome to the <laughs> Oh, thank you for having me. Peace, peace.
3: Oh my goodness gracious.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. Okay. Hey, this is Hi. I out here in Cali. Peace, Kamani. Peace. Peace, brother. What's going on? Oh man, you said optimize and utilize. Okay, so let me let me hit you with this. Oh, always peace, blue pill, red pill. Um. Peace, man. Folks. Man. Uh. Okay, you got the times of the day. You have a clock, and you're speaking on the body and, um, you know, the aspects of it. So how can we line this up with the time of the day at each hour? Like, say, it applies to a different organ. How can we apply this in action? Like, what are the uh, verbs we can link to it, colors? So forth and so on. Now I'm talking about specific time, you know, like women pop certain uh, nutrition pills at certain times of the day. They know to pop them at that time. What? and How can we line this up? What you're talking about with the time of the day? Oh,
4: well, yeah, yeah. That that you get into like, and it's it's funny you bring that up because you know people listening might not know. But I actually have, you know, a company of my own in which I offer services. And I I pretty much categorize my services as consulting. I know that kind of sounds kind of square, but that's pretty much what it is. Because
0: in regards Mm
4: -hmm. to healing, like, I don't profess to heal anybody. My mother, she doesn't profess to heal anybody. And people that I really know don't profess to healing anybody because we all have the understanding that people heal themselves. However, it becomes difficult to do such a thing when you don't have awareness, when you don't understand your environment, when you don't know what you need. So based upon my raising and my study, I've been able to get a better understanding of what's necessary for regulation and optimization. So I offer that to people, you know, in the form of information and tying them into the different materials and resources that they need in order to get it done. You see what I'm saying? So that would be something that a person would get when they would show interest in, you know, what I do because I provide that to, you know, the clients that I have. You know, that's usually, you know, one of the main things that I talk about is the times of day in regards to what they're taking and what they're doing. But to touch on it briefly, think about it. When the sun comes up, the first color it is is, is red. And the reason why it's red is because that starts the visible spectrum. It also represents the right frequency of light for your eyes to absorb because your eyes are windows they're black holes and full of melanin and what they do is they pull all of that light in and you know visually of course it's reconstituted in your mind in order for you to see structure and depth and things of that nature however in those early morning hours when the sun first rises for a few seconds, somewhere between maybe four and eight seconds, if you look at the sun, you'll sun gaze and pull that energy in that the sun has and use that energy in order to fuel a lot of processes in your body. And really it jump starts you for the whole day. And you could repeat that process at sundown. You see what I mean? You're supposed mm-hmm. to eat your largest meal, you know, around two three o'clock, because that's when your hydrochloric acid is most volatile.
3: That I you do. See what that I'm saying? I do. Mm-hmm. You know, so
4: there's of course there's different aspects of the day to tie into activity. You know, and you use the sun as a measuring stick. If the sun's right over and it's 85 degrees, that's not the time of day you go outside and sit on the park bench. Okay. <laughs> That's not what you do. You know what I'm saying. <clears throat> so you look at the sun, you look at its effects, you look at your environment, and you look at how you're 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 tying into the environment. And that's how you make your decisions. You know. But if you need further information, you know, four uh, zero four four nine two two zero two six KT dot Kamani at Gmail. I'm Kamani Tate on Facebook, KT the Arch Degree on Instagram www.ktdegree.com is wow, the website, right. so that's you know everybody has that option as well. Right.
3: Okay. Uh, that that's exact. Uh, because I know it's hidden. I know it's hidden knowledge. I know it ain't for everybody. <laughs> I'm knowing that. Uh. Okay. Okay. I won't. I won't bother you about that. Although. Okay. So. Tell me about the uh other two elements. Is are there two other elements which you consider metal and wood an element?
4: Say that again, what I consider what? Uh
3: metal.
4: And wood and element. Wood. Oh, so you wood. you're yeah, you're you're getting into the Asian you're getting into the uh, Asian you know, breakdown.
3: Pretty much everything although I see that's the only place they have that. Then yeah, when yeah. you're talking about the metals involved in your body and everything, you know, right, right, it. right. Okay. Alright. Okay. That was, I, I, in I'm, in I'm, other
4: I'm, areas, that would just fall into earth. You know, they use metal as its own because they just want to, um, um, was to specify, you know, okay. specify the energy, make it a little bit more, um, right. um exact. You see what I'm saying? Right. But so, yeah, normally it would fall in earth. Right, yeah.
3: that's what I'm saying. It, it it has a timeline of its own too to be working. That's right. Still, yeah, okay, okay. no, you're right. All right, yep, yep. all right. So then that's what I'm saying. So I'm I knowing exactly what to are talking about, and uh, yeah, yeah, okay. No doubt. I, I was. Look, I don't want to put you on glass but I kind of hope you shared it with everybody today. <laughs>
4: That again. Right. I mean I
3: was, I was hoping you, you shared that with everybody today. That's what well, I. I want, was I, want bad yeah, ass, yeah, yeah, I want a It's all good. I know. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. want everybody to
4: come out on Thursday. I hope you come in th- Thursday at Nicholas Man, I'm Bookstore. I
3: mean,
1: Kelly. I'm in Cali, oh right? yeah, you're in California. Uh, yeah, that's
0: oh, right.
4: You know. Well, well it'll get I'm, recorded. It'll get recorded. It'll get recorded, and I'll be touching on that too. You know what I mean? You're just going into some of my material right now. But,
3: right. you know, yeah, y'all come I, out and I figured check it, it out. out. All right, that's cool. Yeah, man, I, I just wanted to, you know, break some bread with y'all, man. All right. Thank you, yeah, brother.
2: I yeah, no doubt. All Peace,
3: right, field, red pill, red pill.
2: Peace. Yes, sir. Now, um, before we conclude tonight's episode, we did advertise this as also being a show that you were gonna preview some other summer blockbusters, so you wanna let the family know what else you might be um decoding as the summer progresses?
4: Oh, well, you know, you got you got all types of stuff coming up later on in the summer. What I was pretty much uh touching on was the fact that I know people got to see my Civil War and my Batman versus Superman, you know, and on YouTube um but there's some other aspects I'm going to touch on um at the event you know I'm I'm going to release some more information we got the suicide squad coming um later this year which is a, another aspect of DC you know Will Smith's going to be up in there um and there's a few there's a few other titles coming um that I'm definitely going to touch on but I'm going to get into those particular um I'm going to get into those two particular ones because we're dealing with the whole Heyru energy and I want to show how each one of these movies actually tie into each other too you know it's it's very interesting because X-Men got Apocalypse, Avengers got Thanos and then uh, Batman and Superman got Darkseid and they're all big bluish purplish cats you know so what's, what's really going on with the big blue purple guy right now you know what is he who is that guy you know, um, so I'm going to touch on, I'm going to go back over Batman versus Superman and Civil War um, with some more aspects of the characters, um, especially the whole Ant-Man um, aspect in Civil War, which I touched on briefly. Um, but I want people to get a better understanding of the connection with the Anunnaki, um, with his character, you know, and the Hopi tribe, you know, that whole connection. So yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be getting into all of that. So like I said, five seventy Fulton Street, six p.m., June sixteenth. This Thursday is free, y'all. It's free. It's not five. It's not ten. It's not twenty. It's free. It is an establishment, Nicholas Bookstore, which is more like a landmark. It's an institution at this point. So yeah, there'll be a hat passed around definitely to support. You know, and you can always just get something in the store, but. Uh, I will be there. I will have products also, you know, if anybody needed anything from me. But most importantly, the event is free. So come out, bring bring some youth out, too. I want to talk to the to the youth, man, because this is a dialogue they'll love to have. You know what I mean? I, I could talk to children all the time because this is what they watch. This is what intrigues them, and we could make a great discussion out of it. So please come out. Check it out. Um, Know the ledge will definitely be up in the building. Uh, Komatic eye is going to be in the building. Uh, I think brother Rich is going to stop through. We're going to have a few people there, but um, I'm looking forward to the people uh being in the seat. So check me out, and I'll definitely come through with the powerful
2: visuals. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right, if you're in the town, you should definitely look be looking forward to this uh, unprecedented gift that this brother is bringing to Brooklyn this Thursday, 6 p.m. Make sure that you're in the building. Nicholas Brooklyn, 570, Fulton and All right. Brad, you got anything you need to close out with? Yeah. Yes indeed. Yep, well, so without further ado I'll let you get the closing remarks, of course.
4: Oh yeah, don't no doubt, no doubt. So uh as I as I started it off, I'll end it again with this. Um this information is for the people that are looking for this information. Um it is a means for me to be able to pass the information within the the cosmology of my ancestors to the youth by using a medium that I can, I, that they can relate to. Um, I'm going to utilize this particular X-Men movie as a way for me to break down black genetics to the people. I went over more of the symbolism of the movie in this breakdown. I will be doing this at the live lecture, but in addition, it will be a genetics class. We're going to be learning about DNA, telomerase, Hayflick Limits, RNA, um, um, transcription, translation, replication, all these particular processes. I want you all to be able to see, visualize, and understand, and then you'll get a better understanding of what's going on in this movie because the movie deals with the awakening of genetics and just coming into our light body. So chemiluminescence, okay, chemiluminescence. So please, everybody, come out, as I stated before, it's a free event. We're gonna have a good time, and y'all can experience what Hollywood Dakota has to offer. With that, I'm KP Peter Arts Degree. www.kptheartsdegree.com. Kamani Tate on Facebook. KP the Arch Degree on Instagram. And check my videos out on
2: YouTube.
4: Everyday herbs. Peace.
2: Indeed, brother Brett pal, I just want to close out by saying, love and light to the family. Just want to remind the family, 4th of July weekend, Red and Blue is in Los Angeles, the 16th, Red, Blue, and KT is in Kentucky, the 30th, Red, Blue, and KT is in Detroit, um, July 30th, we'll be in Detroit for STEAMS 2, we'll be in Kentucky at the Ali Center for, I believe, the Facts Initiative, and will also be a panel, and in L.A., we'll be at the Return of the Guards, and also a metaphysical night with Dr. Philip Valentine and guests um dot uh you know yeah we'll see you in New York we'll see you at Nicholas on Thursday he will definitely be in the building holding it down with Kate to the arts degree when he brings the visuals to this monumental uh you know decoded series that he had I look forward to it and I have my Moringa popcorn we'll be in the yeah balanced balance, butter. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. MyPowerPieces.com, com Law44.com, Ocean14Corp.com. All right? Peace, love, and light to family. The family. Yes. Also, uh, Scorpio Kings on title on iTunes. Go out there and get that. You know what I mean? Wreck right that. The uh the album is definitely on the way. We're gonna get surprises as the summer unfolded. So uh, can I can I close it out with that and we out of here? Yeah. you ain't make the um double XL freshman class. I know. I I was <laughs> Not the trash. <laughs> oh lord. I was just
0: <laughs>
2: Maybe twenty twenty. You never know. All right. All right. Peace, fam.
0: The track. from the land of With the same nigga awake, Wanna give your to shake Bitch, we got bands to make Rubber bands to break Guns and butter, that land on lake Got bread, got plans to break the Brooklyn way When Tony killed, Manolo had to look away It's a war going on, starting to look like yay A power on his battle torn Thou should not kill when diamonds is dancing Spending time in a handcuff. Building shrines in these mansions Dance from the tropic of cancer The topic of tantra Heavy breathing on top for the mantras Throwing ballads with mandalas and cryptic The of the scriptures Fuck Twitter Only follow the mystics The doms, To put hollow in the biscuits Across from the Apollo is the district I'm in the Nile Valley Crocodile Valley The name's morning The greatest story The haters boring with the poor me, pity parties, got the photo a potty for the shit you kicking, the reaction at his best was knee-jerk, creeps with put your debut on a t-shirt, niggas co-sign the fuckery, these suckers be acting three-fifths of a man, co-signing Mike beat on the low like how the fuck could be, luckily, none of these niggas ever fuck with me, beat my prospect is designed, my mind is psychotically designed. Prophet of the time, my pockets is aligned with property for shrines My grind is monopoly, my mind with prophecy in mind. I'm in the hideaway, wide away, glisten in the chance of Roosters, aligned with the mind of Musa, enhance the future, Wars of the Mansa future, jabbing and Dubai, we chance the future. With well, a time to be a Scorpian, provocatean, to so those who don't share the sentiments. Yeah, so all you simple things.